Imagine building an organization that provides not just for you and your family, but for the families of hundreds more. A brand recognized as a leader in your field. Why is it that some leaders are able to inspire a team and have a profound impact on our world, while others attempt to beat their teams into submission through micromanagement and managers who, regardless of title, are not leaders, costing their business to lose great talents and resources through attrition and toxic culture, ultimately running a great brand right into the ground? There is something else at play here, and we want to know why. It's your brand. Protect it. Protect it from both the outside and inside of your organization. Welcome to Brandology Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, alongside co-host David Morrow. We explore great leaders, great brands, and the reasons why they succeed. We also take a look at stories of toxic cultures and the fall of some iconic brands. We'll play brand trivia and interview some of the leading entrepreneurs in today's business world. So before we get back to the episode, Mark and I want to provide some context. David and I want to let everyone understand why we do what we do. Think about what a brand actually is. It's what others say about you and your organization after you leave the room. And we want to protect that reputation. Data breaches literally destroy brands that have been around for generations. We've seen it with our own eyes. When trust is broken, brands are severely damaged and often irreparably. If you take pride and joy in your brand, which you should, because it's everything that matters, then take the necessary steps to protect it from cyber threats. A data breach is a breach of trust. So come talk to us at All Covered. We have a national footprint with local offices to help keep your brand in business. It's your brand. Protect it. Brandology Podcast is available everywhere you get your podcasts. And as always, please don't forget to subscribe, follow, and download. Thanks for listening. And now let's begin. Even worse than that, I'm from Appalachia, and we say everything wrong. Oh, wow. Oh, so I'm the Yankee. Right. I'm the Northerner. Right. That's good. So, okay, well, welcome, everybody, to Brandology Podcast. I'm your host, David Morrow. In the studio today is... My co-host Mark Mosher. Mark, how are you, man? I'm, you know, I'm getting better, uh, better by the hour. Are you? Because we're yeah, we're, yeah, we had a good day at, at work actually today. Yeah, yeah, we and had a good, we made a good run at it. We have, we've had a good couple months. Like, who knew that that would happen, right? So, right. you know, look, <laughs> yeah. even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Even the idiots are going to score once in a while, right? <laughs> so that's excellent. Well, good, man. Um, I'm glad your audio sounds like sounds like crap. So obviously you're talking through your phone because your yeah, talking through mic the phone. that you got from China does not work. So imagine well, that. I'm going to take you to Best Buy next time I'm in town, and we'll we'll get that going. <laughs> Yeah, no, we like Best Buy. It's a, it's the toy store for 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 immature men. Um, that should be their tagline, um, right? So, yeah. The toy store for immature men. So um, we're excited today in the studio. We have uh, Brad Luttrell, uh, and I said his last name correctly. Got it. So Brad, hey man, welcome. Thanks, guys. Glad to be here. Yeah, looks very cool. I like your setting and. Everything else looks very cool. And Thanks. so you are from, uh, you're from Louisville also, right? I am. Yep. Very cool. And you, uh, you were raised in Appalachia? 
I was, yeah. I grew up in southeast of Kentucky, uh, born okay. in Harlan County. Like, right by country. like West Virginia area? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I, I'm more down towards the Virginia side. Uh, oh, okay. Virginia, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, you're thinking of eastern Kentucky, but I mean, yeah. it's it, to most people, it's all the same. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I've driven through there. I've driven, you know, into Virginia from there and stuff. Beautiful part of the country. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Most people have no idea because where I'm from is about two hours off the interstate. Like no, it you, does not even look, and it doesn't even look like the United States. Like, Yeah, it's very know, different. It actually has a Western vibe to it in certain parts of the Appalachian Mountains, and, and it's very overlooked. People don't know about it, and it's okay. It's kind of our little secret. Well, yeah, and, and I, I think that's great. You know, what, what's kind of weird, and before we even get, get into – um, uh, you know, the podcast and kind of what the format is. We, um, the more I've been traveling in the last five years, the more the cities are starting to look the same. Like every town, like I was in, yeah, you know, I, I was in some really cool towns in Texas, right? And I was driving by and I'm like, there's a Target, there's a Walmart, there's this, there's like Best Buy, there's the, like, Every, like it looks just like Indianapolis or Chicago or Louisville. Like yeah. they're starting to all look the same. Like yeah. you know, especially I mean, one mile out of the a downtown is there. But man, what happened to the? You know, I'm, and when, when I was in the, the one town, I don't want to say because I love the city, I love the town. But you know, a couple of the towns that I was in in Texas, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted it to be very Texas, right? I wanted it to be very unique there and it just kind of is all kind of becoming very commercialized yeah anyway that was my negative nelly moment for the day <laughs> no more mark of that. is the opposite of that mark is yeah the we gotta most, get that out of here <laughs> yeah just get that out i'll just edit that crap out so um mark is like the most positive dude i've ever met he's you know he and i have like dumpster fire days where like it's just ludicrous some of the weekends that we have to work and some of the things that we do. And then uh, he's always just like happy. And I'm like, how can you be enjoying this? He's like, I choose to be happy. And I'm like, well, I'm choosing to be pissed off. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can tell you, I'm choosing to be bitter. So, right. It's a good yin, yin and yang relationship you guys yeah, got going. Exactly. So, Brandon, right. start, yeah. So, dude, let's start from the top. Tell us, uh, tell us who you are. Tell us what you do. And let's go from there. Yeah. So Brad Lutchell, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Go Wild, and we are a social commerce company, which it has only become a known thing since Walmart decided to try to buy TikTok. We've been talking about this for 18 months, and I feel like uh, I've gotten a lot of eye rolls prior to that. But we are a social... So the social component of it, it's a social media app for outdoor enthusiasts. They can share, they can find information on our app. And then we also have built in integrations to gear so as you're hiking hunting fishing and you're sharing the brands you use we're finding out what's popular and we're elevating those products so that the community can find field proven field tested gear and, and it's across uh to date we have about three hundred fifty thousand products in the system hundreds of thousands of members that are using the platform and uh that's that's our story in a nutshell and you mentioned that's possibly the coolest thing i've ever heard <laughs> so we i want you to back up and explain yeah, we gotta people, dig into this yeah explain <laughs> for people like treat mark and i like we're three-year-olds because yeah. we are yeah, so not far just, off. yeah we're not so just like break it down for us you you guys own an app you developed an app and then from there 
it's a platform to- really because we're on we're on desktop too right but, um you know everybody uh, most everybody and i feel like if you know what a podcast is you probably know what reddit is which is forum based, right so yep. We are the it, it all started with an outdoorsy version of Reddit, really. Like people oh, like to say like cool. they're like, Oh, you're Facebook for the outdoors, which I hate. And um I, I cannot stand that description because it's really lazy in my opinion. Like people just think social media and Facebook is social media, but there's a lot of different forms of social media, you know. That's why Snapchat came along and it's our grandparents are on right? social media our grandparents are on Facebook. Facebook totally. is not my eighty eight year old grandmother has a Facebook. Yeah, Facebook account. is not social media. Facebook <laughs> no. is is the uh it's the family reunion online yeah and yeah and so so we started off more like a reddit though so if it was more topic based instead of just logs almost right or like uh almost like a forum right it's forums yeah it's forums so instead of instead of having to earn a following you can come in and you can post into deer hunting or you can post into trout fishing and i don't need a following to get my questions answered or to get engagement totally oh, different than very cool platform. you just post the question and then you, you talk put, about the subject matter yeah and it goes into you know we have tens of thousands of people viewing each forum every week so we get really good engagement i mean oh, it's dude, not that's uncommon cool. that's not really uncommon cool. to see somebody in the platform that just signed up they have three followers and they'll get 45 comments on their first post and you holy just, you cow that's fantastic do that on most platform any social platform like go right. make a facebook account and try to get 45 comments on your first post you know it doesn't happen but we built the platform in with, with i'd be happy to have 45 people listen to this thing we're doing fine actually yeah but go ahead so Uh, but is it because of the um is it because of the the subject matter of what you're doing it about like it's because it's the outdoors and there's that whole group of you know not only men but a vast majority of testosterone filled human beings uh, that 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 are you know active gamers hunters things like that. Yeah, man. Honestly, the it, it's been a little counterintuitive for a lot. Of, like a lot of people told yeah. us this wasn't going to work because they're like your audience. They're outdoorsy. They don't want another social media app. And we we get that feedback every now and then from people. Which that does hear make about sense, us. right? There's some logic yeah. to that. You would think the people that love the outdoors would be the least technologically interested. But. Right? This audience spends more than any other audience. I, I, I will challenge you to pick an audience that you think spends more because they probably don't. The only thing I've found similar. I've been similar, to a Cabela's, man. Yeah. I've been to a Cabela's. I've been to a, like, yeah, there's a lot of money in outdoor stuff. Well, the, I mean, the, the in 2016, the just hunting and fishing alone, the economic output from hunting and fishing was three times the size of running and fitness combined. Think That's about that. insane. Wow. wow. And that includes the Pelotons, the uh, cr- the both. Well, Pelotons come on strong over the last few years, but yeah. they're still chasing a market while rapidly growing is nothing compared to our market. And right. if 2020 has done anything, and the reason I clarified that was 2016, 2020 is going to be the most popular year for the outdoors for Americans ever. I mean, we're oh, going to have absolutely. more Americans really? participating. Really? Yeah, because of the pandemic. We're all you can't stuck go, at home. Yeah. Well, we yeah. got to get out. What can you do besides yeah. go kayaking? Or you, exactly right. You, there was a point this year that I heard Dick's Sporting Goods was sold out of every kayak nationwide. They had yeah. none. Yep, and, and I'd heard that. Trout fishing is booming. Yeah, you know the there'll be uh, fishing licenses in many states had doubled by July from all of 2019's numbers. Hunters are going to see a 30 to 60 percent increase, and hunters have been in a decline for 20 years. Wow, and, well, and sure. There's, there's going to be a 60 percent increase this year. Eight million new gun owners created. I mean, name a category, and it's up 
somewhere between 50 and 500 percent so wow. our timing so is what's really the name good. of the platform what's the name of the app go wild go wild okay yeah. Yeah, is, so- is it go wild.com no, it's time to no, go wild.com. Time to go wild.com. Yeah, because if we type in go wild, because if we type in go wild.com, I'm going to see go Mark's to browsing history. <laughs> Mark's browsing history, like right yeah. after Cartoon Network, he's going to have go wild and a bunch of mis- yeah, sadly, misaligned. You'll, you'll end up on a casino app if you go to go wild.com. They oh, were yeah, 40 yeah. grand for the URL, uh, and I opted not to do that because I had no money at the time. Okay, no. right. Right. Time to go wild.com. It's a great looking website too. So I it really, it led me to one of the first things I wanted to ask you about. And I want to, I want to get back to the app and in the platform that you guys got, because I want to learn more about it. And I think we're just, just breaking in. Um, the photography, I noticed some really great imagery on the website. Is that, um, does that come from you, from your background in photography or do you guys, you guys contract that out? Um, I, it kind of just depends on what you're looking at. So actually it's funny. You say the website's nice. Like we're getting ready to delete all of it and it'll go away. It's beautiful. I'm looking at it right now. Now all that's going yeah. away in a few weeks. Um, and the, we're replacing all that with the new e-com version of what we have. Oh, so, okay. So when you get there, like the social will be more prevalent than this. Like we're just running a basic Shopify site right now to sell right. some, some of our swag. But soon you'll have access to 350,000 products on the website. That's only available in the app right now. Holy crap. So, that's fantastic. So what's cool is you can price monitor. So if you're trying to buy like, a, you know, if you got a backpack or you're looking for hiking boots or something, you can set up price monitoring in our platform. And, you know, we'll, we'll notify you if there's a price drop. We're, we're about to release to where you can see what the average price of a product is and how it's trended lately. Wow. So you wow. are about to buy boots and you're like, well this is actually like 20% more than they normally are because that happens sometimes, right? Like Amazon has dynamic pricing. It changes minute to minute. And and so we're monitoring all that and keeping track of it through these affiliate programs. And it, it helps the consumer shop better. And we're also bringing in, like we know if you're looking for whitetail gear, you'll be able to find the trending whitetail hunting gear or trout fishing or hiking or whatever it is because people tag the gear when they go out and they come back and share their photos they and hey here's all the 10 things i used on this trip right popular so we can actually bring that to the surface the cream rises to the top wow that's That's so cool you guys are really taking it next level it's next level man and i always I, i you know social commerce has been this hot topic because Instagram launched shopping carts, but it's right. not social commerce. It's like force-fed sales channel down your throat. Mm-hmm. Only the right. brands launch it. You, the brands are the only users who can tag their products. I can't go in and tag a North Face jacket if I wore it, right? Mm-hmm. But on Go Wild, I can tag my North Face jacket. I can tag my, you know, my Under Armour boots. Oh, so that's fantastic. So you can become your own promoter of the gear that you use. Yeah, and this audience, again, this audience spends more than anybody. I mean, the average hunter spends $2,800 a year. You know, name another hobby that spends that kind of money. Well, there's some cool gear, too. Like, I've been fly fishing. I've been... I've done all that stuff. Like, when you do it, like, some of the gear that you get, like, you feel like a friggin you know what i mean like they everything is like custom fit yeah it, it, it spins things up fast like it's really, really and it can make a big difference good. too and it and really can are, elevate your game 
You know? Yeah, I mean, if you're spending 12 hours outside in single-digit weather, you don't want to buy the basic cotton right. stuff. You want to know right. what works, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is sometimes it's life or death. I mean, I have friends that go to Alaska and they're 180 miles from a road, and you can't have yeah. gear that can't handle that, right? It's got to be able to perform. So people yeah, exactly. are looking for other people's opinion, and and we are the best pl- place to be able to crowdsource that that shopping experience. Well, Mark Mark rarely leaves his uh, his condo or his townhome without. I, firearms and without other stuff so like now you could like join it you could like tag it you know yeah, what you I mean? can, i am an advocate of concealed carry yes yeah, I, yeah. So that's pretty cool and yeah you can you can tag that in your post other people can comment on it we have reviews we, um, i love it Hey everyone, Mark and I are really excited about a special feature we have coming up about the rise and the challenges of this technology transportation company that has literally changed the world. It experienced explosive growth, but had constant controversy, making it one of the most fascinating companies to emerge over the past two decades. The firm, which was founded back in 2009, soon grew to become one of the highest valued private startup companies in the world. And yet its leadership, culture, and business practices have all been called into question, and the brand itself has been under seemingly constant attack. Join us as we explore the rise, the challenges of this technology transportation company. We've all used it and the leaders who are now trying to save it today. Join us as we discuss the rise and fall of Uber Technologies. There's all kind. Of, it's it's. I, love I mean, like fifty percent of our functionality is really, really cool. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask the obvious question: How did you get started? Like, how did you go? Like, like, tell me, like, where did you grow up? And then, how did you go from growing up in the like probably being an outdoors kid? But how did you take that and then develop this great brand? Yeah, I grew up in Appalachia, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. and the. You know, you grow up outside, especially this was pre-internet. You didn't have the right. option to Absolutely. sit on, on. I mean, we, I think I remember in like, I was probably in third or fourth grade when we got the internet and it was useless because it was so slow and there was nothing right. to do at that point either. Um, you know, I, 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 it wasn't a part of me. And like, I, I spent my time riding ATVs and four-wheelers outside, mm-hmm. fishing with my dad. I did hunt some growing up, but mm-hmm. I, I got... You know, I went to University of Kentucky, and after college, I really started wanting to get more into my roots and, and also to start hunting more. And I did that um, throughout my career. And maybe eight years ago, probably seven years ago, I was trying to get better at deer hunting, which is way harder than people think. Like all, like these, these animals that people hunt are, are very gifted at escape right like they have yeah, right years yeah. of evolution um whether it's their nose or the hearing or whatever and i wasn't having any luck i was actually quite terrible and i was like this really sucks that there's no place i can go to be able to freely ask questions in a forum to be able to get better and i found some forums but the thing uh, is man with hunting like hunting in kentucky is totally different than even hunting across the river in indiana or to the south in tennessee yeah. like, i want to be able to ask people in my state advice and i couldn't find a place to do that and i was in advertising at the time i was a creative director at a digital ad agency we were building you know quarter million dollar websites and doing multi-million dollar ad campaigns and stuff like that and i had good digital chops built up from a career in advertising so you were a creative director at a digital agency yeah before doing this yeah 
when I quit my job, that's what I was doing. So, Very cool. Um, and it, funny enough, my co-founder was working at that agency. He ended up working there for like four or five more months, and then he quit. And uh, you know, now we've got a team of fifteen people. You know, that's two great. Years later, but um, the yeah, that was the journey though. I I I pulled people that also had some type of connection to the outdoors, whether it was hiking. Mm -hmm shooting camping whatever it is and we still hire that way like i do i will not hire someone that doesn't care about the outdoors because they're not going to care about the product so what you're saying man is you're not going to hire somebody that has like a view <laughs> like this like, i mean if, <laughs> if if you also spend your weekends uh you know out in the park or hiking or have some passion yeah, right it, right that's what we look if I have for the right otherwise gear, if i have the right gear and i look okay i'll do whatever it takes <laughs> i'll go do anything no i think i think brad brings up a good point right that's because that's Sure. Really, one of the fundamental beliefs we have is you've got to build an organization by by getting the right people that have the right passion, that share the vision, and it, it, it generates a culture that really just kind of feeds on itself, and the culture itself can grow your business. I mean, does that sound fair? Yeah, it's fair. And the other thing of this is, like, I've got functionality for trophies, for example, and, um, it like, you can come in and not have hunting knowledge, but you can't come in and not have hunting fishing, hiking, like we need some level of expertise or understanding right. sure. because all of this stuff is super complex. So if you're working on a project for my trophies and you don't understand, you know, basic hunting knowledge or, or fishing knowledge, right. you can screw something up that makes us look less credible, right? right? I mean, it's very easy to discredit our brand that we've built up as an authority. And so it's actually really important that I have people that understand you know, some level of expertise and then if you're really good at fishing i'll put you on fishing projects or or get your opinion so on something that's like that exactly right so that touches on something that mark and i absolutely believe in and that is that you have to like people do business with people who believe what they believe right and and you cannot like um damage a brand or damage a reputation because you'll spend decades building this up and hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars over time and you know, in Marks in our life, we live in the cybersecurity world. So data breaches are something that destroys brands, but losing credibility and that forum, right? If you guys don't look like you know what you're talking about or you're hiring the right people, then then that's really um, a challenge to your brand. Yeah, I mean, it takes years to build trust and you could screw it up with one decision. Exactly. You know? yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, then what we see is right. we see organizations that that don't do that they just hire because it's easy and they just hire people and then they'll go and micromanage them or they'll like you know they'll create a, a culture where well if you screw up you're out of your job or whatever it's an unhealthy it's a toxic yeah culture. we don't do any of that either yeah I mean, it's an unhealthy culture you've got to take like to me the best cultures are the ones that actually hire properly right they really really hire the right people and yeah. if they do that right everything else falls right into right into play yep yep very cool very cool so um hey mark are you excited about this uh 2021 female leadership summit oh david this is going to be incredible i can't wait i am i'm really pumped about it the 2021 brandology female leadership summit is going to be your opportunity to access a wealth of leadership insight from a world-class faculty we've put together ready to equip and inspire you regardless of your field or industry yeah, so each chosen leader will provide a short you know, five to 10 minute presentation on culture, on leadership and practical ways to help you succeed. Um, there will also be a panel discussion on hot topics. Uh, the belief is email leadership matters. 
is more important today than ever before. Absolutely. That's why the 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit will give you access to this unique group of world-class faculty who will share their distinct perspectives, inspiring and equipping you with practical skills you can use right away. So don't miss the 2021 Female Leadership Summit only on Brandology Podcast. So subscribe and download the episodes to be notified of this upcoming event. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you. Let me ask you this. What what are like what are the new initiatives you've got coming up in the next, you know, six months? I'm looking forward to the website already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, everything's about the web right now. I mean, we we are launching an effort to start working with brands directly. So everything that we have today is built on an affiliate model and we're moving into an actual e-commerce model as a retailer right now. So oh. we will we will be the retailer of choice for several different brands. I can't announce any of those yet, but uh, that's fantastic. Okay. Congratulations! So, Congratulations! Yeah, so that multiplies our margins considerably. We have more control over the product. We can actually um, allow the consumer to check out in our platform, which that's um, great. I mean, it's going to increase our conversion rate, but it's also just more convenient than getting kicked out to an affiliate link. And for it's better for everybody because yeah. um, you know we can actually help people um more directly if the endpoint is in our platform i can i can know that they actually purchased that product and um you know it gives us more information about what they're interested in versus knowing they clicked on a link but i don't know if they actually bought it or not yeah yeah so i think it just gives you a lot more business intelligence right yeah, that's, yeah that's that good. makes total yeah. sense that's the, so what type I mean, of time frame because i want to drive the listeners there and if if they see the the old one i want to make sure they they come back and see the uh, the new one because that sounds exciting, and I think I think everybody would uh, would find value in that. Yeah, I mean, it, truly, like if you're doing any, if you're buying a backpack or boots or hiking shoes, I mean, there's something in here that you can benefit from, especially with things like the price monitoring. It should launch. I mean, I I have an earlier timeline, but um, if you've done any amount of development, you know things tend to launch late. Yeah. The, I mean, I think by mid November we'll be rolling with the whole new site and a couple of our e-commerce brands live that we're selling. So, you know, we're a month away or less. Hopefully. hopefully All right. Hopefully. That's less. really cool. That's very cool. So I think at this point, before we get in, um, uh, uh, deeper, I know we, Mark and I both have some, some, uh, some follow up questions for you. Um, let's take a break and let's do the uh, brand culture trivia. If you're open for it. I'm open for it. I'm I'm nervous because I I used to keep up with all the advertising stuff and and things like that. Oh, some of this is some of this is old. I bet you'll get it. In Mark's not great at it anyway. I'm not very good. Yeah, no. I watch a lot of Cartoon Network. I don't see a lot of adult uh, advertisements. So. Except for Go Wild or whatever. I don't even have cable. So. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You're not missing anything. So yeah. uh, you're not missing anything other than a big cable bill. So. <laughs> All right, let me play the intro and then we'll come back and we will do some brand culture trivia. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome everyone to Brand Culture Trivia, where the points don't matter, but the brand does. In this segment, we play a trivia game against our guest. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, along with my co-host, David Morrow. David, tell us about the rules and the awesome prizes. 
Absolutely. The rules are as follows. You get to guess as fast as you can. You get as many answers as you want. And the first one to give the right answer wins a point. The first contestant to three points wins the game. What do you get if you win? Glad you asked. You get 14,684 Brandology bucks. What is that worth? Those are absolutely worthless. But we might send you a sticker for playing. So let's get started with brand culture trivia. David, why don't you spin the wheel of trivia and see what our first question is? All right, here I go. It is a heavy, heavy wheel. All right, we're back. So, uh, boys, are you guys ready? Brad? Ready. Oh, yeah. All right, so here's the rules. You guess as many answers as you want as fast as you can. First one to guess the right answer wins the point. First one to three points wins the game. I'm going to say a company slogan. You're going to tell me the brand or product name. For example, just do it, Nike, right? Got milk, Dairy Association or California Milk Processor Board, right? You wouldn't have to know that, but if you said Dairy Association, I'd give it to you. So I'm going to come right here. We're going to do one right off the bat, one that either one of you guys should be able to get. Are you guys ready? Question one. The best a man can get. Gillette. Wow, that was Oh, oh. Oh, wow. and he was very. Did you? I, didn't, oh. I even got the G out. I got oh, the G Mark. out, and that was more as I got. Did you hear? All right, like, Brad. All right. Yeah, I was gonna say. Did you hear how like he's like? Come on, boys. Like, are you are you gonna? He had a little John Wayne in him when he did that. He was. Like, I'm here to I'm here to kick ass and uh, chew bubble gum, and I'm I'm all out of bubble gum. So uh, yeah. I'm a bald guy, man. I know my razors. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make this a little harder then. Let me see. Let me see what I can do. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to do this one. I have a bunch of different ones. Okay. All for freedom, freedom for all. The Marines, uh, the U.S. Army. Um, uh, no, it's, it's travel. Uh, Southwest, Southeast, Delta. All for freedom, United. freedom for all. It is a mode of transportation. Or it is a yeah. brand that is involved in the transportation. Oh. All for freedom, freedom for all. Honda, Chevy, Ford, Ford. Ram? Absolutely not. Uh, it doesn't make sense that that's a car brand to me. All for mm. freedom, freedom for all. I will give you another hint because this is such a good one, that they have done such a good job at their brand and their logo and their culture that people get their logo tattooed on their bodies. <laughs> and yet, we, most people, don't even know that this is the tagline. All yeah, for I'm not freedom, sure I'd put freedom Delta for as a tattoo. Um, yeah, isn't that interesting? Like they've done such a good job at marketing, and yet we don't know what the tagline is. Yeah, All right, I'm going to pull this I'd one. I'm I'd hold argue this that's one. why it's not a good tagline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah maybe it's not so one. effective. <laughs> yeah, it is Harley Davidson. Mm, that explains Harley. their slumping sales. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that would explain right? a lot. 
<laughs> that would explain a lot. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. All right, let me turn. Let me do another one. Is it in you? Oh, um, is Marlboro. it in Marble. Lucky Strike. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. I no. know this one. I can't think of it though. Um, is it in you? Mastercard, Visa. No, it's it's a consumable. It's something people eat or drink. Uh, Coke, Pepsi. It's not Red Bull. Um, I feel like it's something like that, though. Cheetos, Fritos, Doritos. I'm drinking ice water. Rockstar. It's not ice water. Um, Smart water. Monster. No, that's a good guess, though. Powerade, Gatorade. Gatorade, you got it. You got it. Ah. Oh, he that got was it. so random. He, was you so saw random. the logic. He started to get closer and closer. Yeah, he was he he was heading there. So okay, it's two to zero. Mark, you didn't even get one. So <laughs> let me explain. What I'm working means. on it. I think <laughs> he sandbag. He told me it wasn't very good. Yeah, he did sandbag you a little. So let me, yeah, let, me yeah. let me tell you what this means now. What this means is that I get to do some basic math for Mark. That is, dude, if you had 100,000 times as many points as you have right now, Brad would still be kicking your ass. <laughs> Got it? I like that. That's the math I can do. All right. It's simple math, right? <laughs> All right. I'm going to do I'm gonna do an older one, but I bet, Brad, this is still be fine. You'll, you should probably get this one. And, Mark, this could be an advantage for you because you use things like Diners Club and yeah, yeah, and stuff. I grew so, up with my grandfather. Yeah. yeah, so this is one that is right up your alley too. Good to the last drop. Folgers. Uh, Fol- yeah. Milky Way. Nope. Not Folgers. Close. Uh, close. Um, Folgers was close. Good to the last drop. Mobile team. See it. Um, Time. That's quick. No. Nope. Uh, Folgers was really close. Ma- oh, shoot. What's the name of that? Maxwell House. Mac- yes. Yes. Maxwell Mark House. comes with a uh, uh, score. Ooh. He, this could be a Cinderella story. Could be. He could come back from behind. <laughs> That's interesting. I haven't had enough coffee today. That's my oh. Right, right. There, therein lies the problem in itself. I was drinking decaf before this. Don't be blaming oh, the technology. Yeah, don't be blaming the fork for making yeah. me chubby. I can't yeah, do that yeah, either. Yeah. So, all right, let's do, let me see what else we can. What else we got? Oh, we got a ton of things here. My, my, my team that gathers all this up, we've got like 40 little green men and women that do all this. It's pretty cool. So, all right. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Okay. The snack that smiles back. What? <laughs> um, the snack that smiles back. And Mark, I've never done this one before. Cuties. Close, but no. Skittles. Close, no. Bluebell cheese. Nope. Those are all good answers, though. Keep going. Uh, Oreos. Kiwis. Reese's cup. You're right in. You're in the same pantry, boys. You're in the same pantry. You're staring at your pantry. You got it open. Your wife avocados. is. You know. 
you, you, your wife or girlfriend has certain things in there that you're like, man, Pistachios. I wish she would get me more of these things. I keep forgetting to ask her when she tells me she's at the store coming back. The snack that smiles back. The snack that smiles back. It's not pistachios. Snapple. Oh. All right, I'm going to pull it. It's goldfish crackers. Mm, I should know that. Uh, Someone eats the crap out of those. All right. So yeah, that's like a, that's one. like a childhood staple. <laughs> Everywhere like you one of the want to be. Everywhere you want to be. That's got to be like Delta Airlines, Southwest. Most, but no, it's not a mode of transportation, believe it or not. Everywhere uh, you want to be. Chase Bank, Wells Fargo. Close. Liberty Mutual. Uh, is it everywhere you want to be? Um, God, why did it? What am I trying to think? It's not them. There's something American everywhere. Express. Close. Discover. Everywhere you want to be. Uh, MasterCard, Diners Club, Visa. Visa. You um, got Mer it. You got ah! Visa. <laughs> what? We're tied. All right. It is two to two. <laughs> I'm speechless. I think. <laughs> Let me go into the database. Yes. <laughs> the data that this is the first time Mark has ever gotten two right answers ever. So Shame this has nothing me. to do with you, Brad. I think that You're he, right. <laughs> he's having a good yeah, way, way to pump Brad up. Way yeah. to pump Brad up. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Remember, we wanted him to come back after he does his website. Remember, I told you this. That's too. I didn't mean it like that, man. You're good. <laughs> All good. All right. right. All right. Let me. I'm gonna give. Then let me give Brad uh, here. I'm gonna give Brad this. I don't one. want an easy one. I don't want. All right. I was gonna give you like. I was gonna give you. I was gonna give you American runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> okay, it's Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, yeah you got I, it. All right. I, I don't want to win on false pretenses. Okay, fair enough. Right. There you All go. Right. All right, I'm going to do this one. This is a good one. Um, what year was the first iPhone released? 2007. What did you say? 2007. 84? No, he got it immediately. You knew 2007. That's right? Yeah. Oh, my God. iPhone was released. It was a massive campaign on stage by Steve Jobs. He's holding the phone, and he's like, this is going to change our world. Fun fact about that is that screen, right? The screen, this whole thing, right, that we're able to pinch and you're able to have all that, you're able to do all that gooey, that was all um, uh, from the Xerox Park when Steve Jobs went to Xerox Park, and he saw that. It was like one of the first times people had files and they were able to like you know use things and move them over and all that stuff it was really pretty pretty cool stuff so and the gorilla glass that they use i remember in steve jobs uh biography they talked about how much like where they found that like they found it almost accidentally they went to uh, a company that was doing something else and they and they had that gorilla glass and he's like that would be great for a phone and no one was thinking like that. Mm -hmm. It was that type of thought process, kind of like what you've done with this, right? You've taken technology and you've blended it with the outdoors. Pretty awesome, man. Okay, so yeah. let's let's get on back. We have a winner. Congratulations, 
Brand, yeah. you've done it, man. You are the winner of fourteen thousand eight hundred and sixty-four Brandology bucks. I'll sell Let them and go tell out. You, I know. I'm unfortunately our uh, e-commerce. Our e-commerce site is down right now, yeah, so you can't really cash up. them in, but. When it's up, those Brandology you know. bucks are going to be able to get you a lot of stuff. We got all, <laughs> all the best hunting gear. We got all the best fishing kayaks on there. We've got gold-plated, I don't know, arrows. <laughs> gold-plated arrows. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but it's it's down right now. Otherwise, uh, you'd be you'd be set, man. I'm just telling you. So okay, so let's um, let me ask you this. Um, kind of what's your you know you're familiar with some of the the business leaders they've written books you know like jim collins things like that um about like having people on the bus and you know um uh, you know simon, simon sinek talks about like you know people do business with people who believe what they believe things like that well one of the things that jim collins talks about is people need to understand what is their like people don't understand necessarily even why they're in the game that they're in. Right. And, and why is it that like, like growth for the sake of growth doesn't even make sense. Right. Like how do you motivate people? If you're like, we have to hit this number, it's an arbitrary number, right? Usually there's in, in the bottom line is like you have this and I bet you know what it is, but a lot of people in business don't even know what it is. And Jim Collins called it as B hat is big, it's B-H-A-G, is B-H-A-G, his big, hairy, audacious goal. And that is, if time and money are not an obstacle, what do you want your organization to become? Like yeah, assuming I mean, you can hit what you aim to hit, what what, are, what is your big, hairy, audacious goal? I mean, we want to remove the gate to the outdoors. It's really, Perfect. really easy. Perfectly uh, wow. Whether or not yeah. you're new or you're really experienced and you're trying to find that next upgrade, I want to be the platform that you use to either find the answer to the question or to buy the gear. I think that's a great. And you know what? I think the timing is perfect for you. Not just yeah. with COVID, not just even with COVID, but there are so many parents raising kids these days whose kids are stuck online. Yeah, and they want to get their kids outside. Yeah, there's a beautiful. And maybe yeah, maybe they don't a, know how to do that or what right, does it look like. A What's beautiful the first step? world? Um, yeah, right. There's a, there's a ton of things to learn and game and have fun online. I'm not dismissing that, but there's such a beautiful world out there outside. Yeah, and there's I mean, and they're yeah. missing it. Yeah, right? I mean, truthfully, most of them, most a lot of, of these, them are missing it. A lot of these social media platforms are actually negatively contributing to your mental health though. And I say Absolutely. that as a, yeah, yeah. We're probably the only social platform at, at the beginning of COVID. We did a campaign to put down your phone and get outside, like stop, yeah. stop absorbing all this negative news. Stop taking all the stuff in. You're giving yourself anxiety and it's not healthy. You need to be stop outside. Stop judging your self-worth based on the number of likes you yeah. have. Yeah, I mean, and, and poor kids, man. Like middle school sucked enough to have to go through. Yeah. My, when I did it without the internet, and I can't. I imagine couldn't even how, imagine. I, I can't even imagine some of the if, pressure. If you wanted to talk smack to me when I was a kid, you had to call my house right. and, and talk <laughs> right. to my dad. You had to get, get me, me by my locker, right? right. You had to right. get me the playground or right. put me up against and, my locker, where at least I've got a shot at you. Right. right? I, I'm not but advocating now. For you get to violence, hide in your bedroom and but, just type some right. things on your phone 
like in my day there was a physical if like you it took a lot more to throw a thread out uh because of what you just said or like i said you had to call someone and it's yeah. so easy to hide behind behind anonymity and to yeah. really stir up false truths and and this isn't just kids I'm, i mean but just across you kind of mentioned kids um and what's everybody though a I mean, lot, it's, it's, you know, it's not just the internet, though. I mean, youth sports. Uh, youth sports has been been one of the biggest killers of um, hunting and fishing because parents don't have time to do anything else. You know, they they're they're doing triple headers and then they're coming home and throwing a pizza on the table and everybody goes to bed and does it again on Sunday. And right, you know, I I hope that we can be a place that helps people find a slower recreation because there's a lot of value to sitting outside and not being distracted and, and not trying to, you know, not getting those endorphins kicked off every time you get a notification. Hey, Mark, are you excited about this uh, 2021 Female Leadership Summit? Oh, David, this is going to be incredible. I can't wait. I am, I am really pumped about it. The 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit is going to be your opportunity to access a wealth of leadership insight from a world-class faculty we've put together, ready to equip and inspire you regardless of your field or industry. Yeah, so each chosen leader will provide a short you know, five to 10 minute presentation on culture, on leadership and practical ways to help you succeed. Um, there'll also be a panel discussion on hot topics. Uh, the belief female leadership matters is more important today than ever before. Absolutely. That's why the 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit will give you access to this unique group of world-class faculty who will share their distinct perspectives, inspiring and equipping you with practical skills you can use right away. So don't miss the 2021 Female Leadership Summit only on Brandology Podcast. So subscribe and download the episodes to be notified of this upcoming event. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, there's there's just an entire world out there that most people have never experienced. Yeah, that's really well said. Hey, elaborate on what you just said about youth sports. So yeah, so tell me I mean, I, people ask us who our biggest competitor is, and overall, it's not Facebook or Instagram. It's it's you know getting people interested to be outside. I need people oh. who are interested in being outside. So, you know, it's Netflix, it's it's the movies, it's youth sports is a huge one, man. I mean, um, with all these AAU leagues and traveling teams that took yeah. off through the 80s yeah. and 90s, that's when yes. small game hunting died. I mean, yeah, you know, the hunter numbers. Who's, it, and it's because no one has time. Nobody has time. Right. Hunting and yeah. fishing were recreational. Yes, they fed you, but a lot of this was families doing this because they wanted something to do together right and it's a great way to spend time together you know there's a lot of great discussions that you can have and i'm not knocking i don't want to sound like i'm anti-youth sports but some of these parents are killing their kids grinding these crazy schedules when they're really yeah. young and and they they aren't they're, they're learning good values i don't want to say they're not but it's just the only thing their life becomes about and there's a lot of values you can learn out of the outdoors too i mean even if it you know just to take one angle of even just knowing where your food comes from or that something died so that you could eat that cheeseburger right. these are these are things like people literally my age grow up and think that you know they don't think about the fact that when they bought that chicken at costco and you know ended up not eating it all and they toss it like something died and you didn't even take it right. like it's like oh it was just five right. bucks you know it yep. wasn't just five bucks you consume something right and yeah there, there's there's uh a total misunderstanding of what consumerism is 
by people that don't necessarily have this exposure and it doesn't have to be hunting and fishing it could be from being on a farm from but having these checks with reality are really good for for being productive humans you know i really think that hunters and anglers um, are probably some of the most ethical consumers in terms of food because we think about waste differently, man. Like I just, yeah. uh, my, I, yeah. you know, my wife's nerves sometimes about it because I, I complain if we don't finish something, you know? How do you address the view of, well, hunting is killing and something innocent, right? Um, I, I want to ask you that question. I mean, we can always edit it out later. No, I don't care. I, I've been, but I've I'm done... just curious about it because part of it, sure. I get it. Like, like they think you're out there like killing Bambi like oh my yeah. gosh but on the other hand like there's like there's thinning of populations that has to happen and if we don't do it either ecosystems are going to be misaligned or um other animals are going to kill them like something yeah. something else is going to kill them right so so wildlife management is kind of like taking a glass of water and putting your finger in like you you can't just not be there when we insert a city into populations, you know, we're now changing something. That water got dispersed, right? And that's right. how wildlife management works too. And these animals, they don't travel the same way they used to because we have interstate corridors and we have train lines and we have things that have completely disrupted their world. And, you know, the coyotes showing up on people's doorsteps, it's like, I never saw them here before. It's because we've pushed the coyote all over America, right? Exactly. And so yeah. Yeah. if any, anybody wants to you know, come at me and say, Hey, you're, you're killing an innocent animal. Well, your consumerism killed an innocent animal. If you're a vegan right. who only eats grains, that field was habitat before it was planted. Every time a, a, uh, a tractor comes through or, or a combine comes through and collects those grains, there are dozens of animals killed per acre in, in terms of the output of, of the food you're already partaking in. It's just not a direct consumption. So right. I choose to partake in my consumption and you know what? I haven't bought a cow, uh, a, a piece of cow meat in 2020. Like my family will consume white meat. Like we'll get um, pork because I don't. I live in Kentucky and we don't have wild hogs, and right. uh, I don't raise chickens, so my wife will buy those. But I, I don't buy cows, and I feel good about that because I'm able to source that myself. And the, um, I would argue that my yes, it was a. You know, innocence applies to people, in my opinion. Animals don't have those same motives to be labeled as innocent or not. But the the deer I take was happy, like in, in how if you want to use emotional terms, mm -hmm. it was living its best life. Right. And I took mm -hmm. it ethically and quickly and I appreciated it in a way that no consumer of any beef product at a supermarket thinks about. Whereas, you know, I, I don't want to bash on farmers, but there's some commercial farming practices that just aren't those animals aren't living in the same way that what I take is. And I take a lot of pride no, in the fact that that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Because you're yes. talking about like they have those the the massive chicken coops. Those industrial farming, yeah. yeah the industrial yeah. stuff it's just it's horrible. Now when, you can buy you like right. we have a local farm here that's awesome and, and yeah. they it's grass fed, they really care about their animals and they live their best life too, but most people mm -hmm. aren't doing that. Like right. I, I, I'll have that discussion all day long. I actually have a vegan friend who has come around to support hunting because she's realized it's a path to less suffering. And that's you know, because you're cool. more of a conscious consumer. Yeah. That's great. That's excellent, man. Hey, well, um, before we wrap up, uh, Mark, you want to ask? Mark always has a very deep question that he always asks our guests. <laughs> yeah. I, I do because I like I like the uh, all the differing responses that I always get. It's always it's, interesting. It's a really, isn't it? I always love hearing. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really simple question, and Brad, it's just you know, what did you want to be as a kid when you grew up? 
Oh man, um, a baseball player, a comic book artist, a mechanic, a writer, <laughs> photographer—like I love it. That's I, awesome. <laughs> I went through so many different versions of that, and um, I honestly like when I look back and try to figure out the point when I became an entrepreneur. The first memory I have of trying to take something and add like turn it into value was literally as I was writing um, comic books in third grade. I would draw them, write the story, and I would make um, volumes of them and I would replicate them so they're all the same because I didn't have a printing press and I would try to sell them for a nickel and I uh, like that was the first version of it and then even when I went um, you know when I went through I got into music when I was in junior high and I was always more interested in I, I, I was like okay at guitar but I, and I could not sing but I was always the one who was looking into the promotion of the brand and the business side of it and the I think like everything I've done what I've had a lot of like um, I get I have like a, I think I have adult ADHD like it's got it's just I haven't been diagnosed but I got to be there right and yeah <laughs> I, I think about all the things that I've looked at and wanted to do throughout my life and really there was the art that I was never really that good at like I spent years as a photographer I have a journalism degree and I actually did it professionally and I, I look back like I was looking through some of my photos the other night and I sucked but I was really interested in the business side of of that and telling a story of a company and branding and um, all of these things I did you know I used to draw logos for stuff when I was a kid and I didn't realize what I was doing but I was really a lot of this was creating brands and I, I just thought it was cool to make logos for bands or whatever it was you know that was always what I was good at so like when I what I subconsciously wanted to be when I grew up was a founder of something and I didn't know that because I I had all these different things that I wanted to do you know it's like thinking of I literally did want to be a mechanic for a while I got it I got really into restoring old cars and I thought it'd be really cool to have you on shop and I'm like thinking about all, right. all it right like I was thinking of names and I had a, a wedding photo agency and I was really good at like selling and and getting clients and having like orchestrating the business side of it and uh, you know I ended up shutting it down just jump into advertising but the the thing i think i've always wanted to be was a founder of something more than anything you know even i got fired from a job in advertising because i was trying to start a company in on the side and they didn't like that like it's just always been a part of my story no matter wow. what i wanted to do very that's good. great <laughs> yeah it definitely shows it definitely shows well, I encourage all the listeners, definitely go to the website. Uh, we'll have links in our summary, but it's um, give us the website again. Yeah, it's t it, uh, you can do mygowild.com. It's a little easier to remember. We're in the process of switching over to that. That'll get you. So okay, there we go. .com. Yeah. So mygowild.com. That yep. is fantastic. And it's a great site. So yeah, fantastic. And it's going to be even better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, this is, I'll tell you, this is not our uh, last conversation. That's yeah, for sure. I'll, I'm so, happy to come back on and chat once we get a little further down the road. Let's do that. Yep. Let's do that. We're we're excited to to watch this. This uh, yeah, this would be transform. cool. This would be cool. Yeah, thanks absolutely. guys. I appreciate yeah. you having me on too. No, our yeah, oh, you pleasure, got it. Our honor, man. Thank you so much. Yep. Thanks, Brad. All yeah. right, Brad. Way to go and enjoy those brandology bucks, buddy. Yeah, and Mark, uh, I I just let you win because I heard you'd never gotten two points before. So never. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, uh, I hear a grudge match, Cone. You know, I, uh, I so I went to University of Louisville, so we can we can tie all kinds of things into the oh, grudge yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, now it's officially on. I'm I'm definitely a Cats fan. 
Yep, yep, yep. This would be good. All right, Brad. Well, thanks for the time. Thanks for telling us all all about it. And uh, really, I, I encourage all all the listeners to go and uh, and check this out. This is a great way to get involved in the outdoors if you're not sure how. Yeah, it's one of the coolest things I've seen. So I'm Appreciate we're, that, we're definitely guys. gonna. I, I wish you all the best, and I'm um, uh, I'm excited about talking again. Me too. Cool, man. All the best. Stay safe. All right. Bye, guys. You guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Mark and I want to take a moment and thank everyone that listens and subscribes to our podcast. It means a lot. We're truly trying to make this one that we ourselves would find interesting and find entertaining. Um, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas for subjects, great brands that have risen and fallen, great case studies, or fantastic guests that you'd like to see, please reach out to us. Brandology Podcast Staff at gmail.com that's brandology podcast staff at gmail.com hey david that was another great episode we tend to post one or two a week uh, unfortunately don't really have a way of wrapping this up no uh no we really don't have any formal or fancy or technological um thank you for listening please follow and subscribe turn notifications on so that when we post the next episode you will be notified of the new content thanks everyone for listening we really appreciate it everyone thanks for listening 